today's a brand new morning since the morning you moved in. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Yes, I'm feeling like a million since I got you living in. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmonston. Miss uh, Ann is on vacation, and uh, we have Mart Bumgardner, who is with the Cooperative Extension Service in Orange County, and Pam Beck, a longtime friend, author, and uh, retired master gardener, and... Uh, just a great person all around. I didn't know you ever retired from being a master gardener. Well, you're inactive. Technically, you cannot use the title if you are no longer working with Cooperative Extension and uh, providing volunteer hours and going through training. And so you Mark, can't be a mar- retired master gardener. Uh, no, you, you know I yeah. just inactive. Inactive, inactive yeah. is the category, I guess. Yeah. And you have a class coming up. <laughs> I do, I do. In September, we are uh, our. Uh, matter of fact, the uh, the application deadline is the 31st of May, and so uh, it's coming up. If you're interested and in, and you live in Orange County, or um, please go ahead and submit your applications. Um, we'd love to have you. Uh, our group is going to start. Uh, committee is going to start looking through those uh, applications next week. I'm very excited about it. This is going to be a great class. Um, last year, the last time we did it, we do it every two years, um, and the last class we had was um, virtual. And that was because of COVID, yes. And so that made it very, very challenging. But um, we have some phenomenal Master Gardeners that that came out of that program. Um, The class project, we actually had them do a video. Um, We had one that uh, edibles, um, edibles in your landscape. Um, We had a rain garden video. And then what was the other one? Um, um, I think it was... uh, uh, natives. It was about natives. Yes. I had learned about the Master Gardener program through this very radio program. I was listening in one Saturday and Irv Evans was on and um, I was interested in gardening. At this time I was volunteering at the Mordecai and when I heard Mike uh, talk with Irv about the Master Gardener program, it just something just... How about that? I've right. never heard you say that before. Yeah. I, it's thanks to you. And Irv was very instrumental in, in getting this organized statewide, the Master Gardener program, when he was at uh, when he left Wake, um, uh, the Wake County Extension Office and went to NC State, he was in charge of the Master Gardener program. Right before Lucy. Yeah, yeah. before Lucy. Yeah. Oh. Um, gosh, everybody's hey, we got a Lucy. They got a Lucy. Everybody's got a Lucy. So. <laughs> I love Lucy. Yeah, and then Rufus has a Lucy. <laughs> we have a, a, a court of appeals. I have a court of appeals lady named Lucy Inman. Who's Wait a minute, she's a judge. Granddaughter of, yes, uh, of, of, uh, Joseph, of uh, Frank Daniel. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. And she has a, a cute campaign slogan and 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 uh, uh, something to wear. What those masks you wear? It says, "I love Lucy." <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Very good. All right, we're at Bell's Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh with a weekend gardener. Uh, I'm sorry, I got away from your master gardener uh, bit. Uh, folks who want to be a part of it, they still can do that. They can. I, I just need to get their application uh, by the the first or the thirty first. That's the closing date. Uh, of, I think of May. Where, yes, of uh, May. So okay, hurry up. So Tuesday, I think. We're closed on the 31st, but so get it to me on the morning of the 1st. <laughs> yeah, just like the IRS. You get it dated That's properly right. and That's you're right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some leeway, but uh, yeah, go ahead and make a decision about that. And uh, how big a class do you expect? Um, we are typically we hold about 30 people is the max, but I think this year we have expanded the numbers to, to I think we're going to go with, with 40. Good gracious. Yes. There's a lot of interest in there. Oh my there. gosh, I've got more applications than we can actually see right now. So I'm I'm very excited. This is going to be a great class. You're getting like I'm Wake County. You. Wake County is is just uh, so many applications. People are on wait listed for 10 years. That's right. That's right. And it's um, well, we have international <laughs> a notoriety because of our some of our gardens that we did as part of a class project. Good gracious. Um, the the, sec the two years ago, uh, we or I'm sorry, four years ago, we built a, a a garden at the courthouse in Hillsboro, and um, uh, we submitted uh, application, you know, uh, uh, you know, for a, an award, and then they said, hey, we'll take it to the international level, and we did, and we took it. <laughs> Good gracious! How so, about the international award winners? Yeah, it's wonderful. Okay, we have a lot to live up to well, with this next some class. Smart, smart master gardeners. I yeah, tell you, I, they run run circles around me with their knowledge. Just absolutely. And they, Lucy, uh, and a lot of other folks at NC State uh, have have revised the manual that your yes, uh, yes. that huge book. That, it's it's uh, phenomenal. It's it. They've just come out as a second. The second edition is out now, um, and we're using that as the as our uh, primer for the book for the yeah. class. I don't know what changed. I'm not going to go through it and, and cross check, but oh, it's a great it, manual. I'm telling it's you, it's great a great that book. It's, yeah, it certainly is. All right, so um, so get your application in quickly and check your if you're listening in other areas. Check your. Extension services see when they have master gardener programs, and it's not just digging in the dirt. You can do a lot of oh, stuff. Absolutely, uh, there are so many, so many offshoots to the master gardener program. Um, I mean, we've got uh, children's education. Uh, you know, we're working in the schools. Um, we have people that are go to the, like run a help desk at the uh, farmers markets mm -hmm. uh, at the Eno River and at uh, Carborough and Chapel Hill Farmers Market. We have a help desk there. Um, we have uh, all kinds of other outreach uh, in the community. We have a speaking bureau uh, that that go that come to to garden uh, garden groups and and speak. Um, we just so many things going on. For example, we've got a plant sale coming up. We've got a committee that that is uh, chairing that. Uh, it's coming coming up in October, October the eighth. So put that on your calendar if you're interested. And something that we are doing differently this time um, than what we have in the past. A plant sale is a plant sale, but this is this is a mega educational opportunity. Uh, there's going to be about I think uh, 12 or 15 different 
areas where you can rotate around and you can listen to a 15-minute uh, talk on, for example, container gardens mm. or children's events or, you know, just uh, beekeeping or pollinators. Uh, there's so many different topics that they're going to each one of these different uh, booths is going to have um, so that the public can listen and and learn something new. Mm. And so it's going to be from uh, nine, I think, nine to two uh, at our new office in Hillsboro. Wonderful. October the 8th. All right, let's talk to Mark in Wake Forest. Mark, <clears throat> excuse me, good morning. You're on WPTF. Well, good morning, friends. I'm a, a often listener, and I once in a while call in, so you guys give us great advice out here in Wake Forest. Well, why don't you listen every week? Horse manure and wondering, uh, I've got <laughs> access to uh, barn shavings and horse manure mix and wondered if that would be good to put in your traditional postage stamp um, mulched areas for flowers and trees. All right, Pam uh, it has a resolute answer for you. Well, here. it depends on the horse manure. Uh, Mark, uh, the reason I bring this up is I have a friend in the Wake Forest area who just unfortunately got a load of horse manure that had um, been from hay that had been treated with um, a, a weed killer. Ooh. The residue passes through the horse, comes, stays in the manure, and they had uh, put this on their bedding plants, and it had uh, caused some serious problems. That's so. So if you know that you, they are your horses, and if you know that they have had hay that has not been sprayed or oversprayed with something, then um, that could be better for you. The other caveat is that fresh horse manure it will burn. It's, it's very high in nitrogen. And if it is finely composted, and I mean we're talking about three to five year old stuff, that would be preferable to something that's still recognizable as manure. And Matt, I, I know. Yeah, I, I would also uh, caveat with saying that uh, wood chips, if they are incorporated into the soil, will actually rob the soil of yeah. the nitrogen. Unless um, they've broken down some. Until, until that uh, <coughs> sawdust or the wood chips have, have broken down, um, they've got to have nitrogen to, to decompose. And so it'll drop that, that nitrogen back into the soil, but it will rob your plants of, of nitrogen. Yeah, so wow. so you need you need to compost this manure and the wood chips, and uh, that that's what the folks at Black Cow do. They they make pure manure into great compost. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is uh, probably ought to stick to Black Cow, hadn't it? Well, that that or yeah, Daddy Pete's is good. Uh, they uh, are sponsors in our magazine, and uh, good compost is you know hard to come by. Uh, so, well, yeah. So I just keep that in mind. It, it, yeah. Thank you so much, Mark, for for listening and and calling. Uh, let's go to Sim McKeever at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. <clears throat> Sim, good morning. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Pretty good, thank you. Yeah, we got. How about you? Everything fine out there for this Memorial Day? It is. It looks great. We made it through yesterday and early this morning without without any. Uh, damage and uh, so yeah, we haven't even talked about that. We got to talk about the rain and everything. So, 
Um, what what do you have under the farmer's shed this morning? Got uh, more and more peaches? I we do. We've got, we got some more peaches coming in. Rich May was one of the varieties we got coming in this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, strawberries are still coming in, pretty plentiful. Uh, I would encourage folks, if you want some North Carolina strawberries, come out and get them while you can. I figure with all this rain and the heat coming next week, uh, right. it's it's going to... Uh, <clears throat> going to shorten the season. We don't have much left of the season, to put it that way. Um, right. Maybe this weekend, next weekend, maybe. Uh, so, uh, yeah, come get them while you can. They're, they're awful good. Uh, you know, that's – that's. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing the same thing in the county is that uh, all this rain is uh, is forcing the, the crop to – it's it's going to be terminated pretty quick. So if you're interested in fresh strawberries, get out and get them now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, and talking about berries, we got uh, – we got lots of blueberries coming in. I got a few raspberries and blackberries get, getting started. Um, garden peas are coming in now. We got a few, got it. They're just getting started, but uh, we got some shelled and uns, got shelled and unshelled. Uh, see, uh, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, uh, spring onions, uh, radishes, uh, broccoli and beets. Uh, we still have some winter squash coming in. Red and white potatoes, carrots. Um, Got some uh, greenhouse and tunnel grown tomatoes coming in. Uh, got squash, cucumbers, zucchini. Uh, see, got some really nice looking microgreens down there this morning. Mushrooms, garlic, all kinds of greens: kale, mustard, spinach, and turnips. Cabbage, lettuce, uh, of course, sweet potatoes, uh, eggs, honey. Um, of course, we still got a lot of plants coming in as well. And uh, down in the farmer's tube with the plants, there you'll find trees and shrubs. Herbs, perennials, ferns, hanging baskets, uh, vegetable plants, uh, fruit trees and bushes, bedding plants, succulents. Uh, have some really nice uh, hydrangeas in bloom down there right now, and then uh, of course we got plenty of cut flowers as well. And they they do some beautiful bouquets, so uh, be sure to check them out when you come. Plants out there, I'm sure, more and more. That's right. We still got plenty of plants coming in, so uh, come get them. Uh, Come get them before it gets hot. Get them planted before it gets hot. Sam, when are we going to see some corn? Actually, uh, I was talking to a farmer, uh, I think it was last, not last night, night before, that uh, may get some here in the next week or so. Uh, it's still a little early, but, yeah, I think we'll in the next week or so we'll, we'll, we'll start, start seeing a little bit. That's exciting, guys. It is. I was down there yesterday <clears throat> looking, but let me compliment all of your vendors. The veggies are beautiful. They are they are. It looks like and a fresh. Yeah, fresh, and uh, can't get much better than than pick that morning. And then uh, it's 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 very. Uh, I would say it's almost like a rainbow. It's just so colorful with all the different colors of vegetables and, and stuff down in in the uh, spaces down there this morning. Yeah, certainly as we get in. Yeah, I'm this. ready for some cantaloupes. Cantaloupes. Well, oh, that sounds good. Wild, but it won't be long. And it, uh, I had some really good ones years. last year, and good watermelon. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're coming. They're coming. I, I'm thinking in a few weeks we we ought to start having some cantaloupes. May even be before that. So we'll, we'll see. So, yeah. but they're coming. That's some good eating there, and uh, all of this stuff is is so good for you. So what about the market shops? It's a lot of good stuff up there too. Some of it. Yeah, some. You know, you got to have dessert. You know, yeah. <laughs> you just can't. Eat it in the volume that you would uh, the vegetables. That's right. Yeah, the vegetables you can, yeah. you can eat all you can stand. But uh, yeah, we right. have some great baked good items up there: pies, cakes, pastries, all kinds of jams and jellies, preserves. 
um, ice cream. Uh, so yeah, and then of course you can get some good good stuff up there as well. Uh, Absolutely, you know, fruits and vegetables that are not grown in North Carolina, uh, like oranges and bananas and things like that. You can get up there in the market shops and all kinds of, all kinds of great farm raised meats, eggs and cheeses. Um, you got local seafood, bringing in fresh seafood from the coast of North Carolina. Um, you got three, two, one coffee. Uh, get, get you some coffee. Go visit those folks. Uh, you got uh, hand soaps and lotions. You got the uh, North Carolina hammock store and uh, outdoor furniture, and they have all kinds of neat stuff in there. And there's a little store there as well. Um, so there, there's a lot of great things to see up there. And of course, you can get you some walking around food, uh, some breakfast and lunch at uh, Market Grill, and you can get get the world famous Rufus dog there. That's that's, that's where right. that's made. And there's a lot of debate about whether that's good for you or not. <laughs> it's good for you. I just okay. don't see how a red hot dog can't be good for you. <laughs> the gentleman votes well, on they, they, uh, <laughs> they do it with the artistic flair, too. If you yeah. go there to get a hot dog, watch them make it. Uh, it's done in in an oriental fashion. And in technicolor. And it, That's it right. is really know, uh, fun to watch them do it because... They want to be artistic about it, and you got that thing that shoots out those. Uh, sounds cakes. like a pop gun. What are those things? <laughs> oh, those. Uh, they're called pops, but, I, but they, well, they, they pop uh, use all different kinds of. Uh, got uh, different flavors now. Flavors, yeah. So it's, it's pretty neat. I know they do one with sweet potatoes. Um, that's pretty good. Are they still serving that? Uh, well, it's a, a nice. Snowflake. Yeah, the snowflake stuff that has the, the. You know, whatever they have at the at the market, the different fruits. Yeah, they're not right now, and that one of the reasons they've been having trouble with getting help, uh, which everybody's having uh, trouble with that right now. Right. Yeah. Um, Gosh, that's one of the reasons great. they hadn't. But they they plan to. They just hadn't got back with it. But uh, I was talking it's about like eating a a Sunday or a banana split because but they put the fresh fruits in there, and it's you know it's ice. It's yeah, really it's, it's, really, it's really good. So, we, yeah, so we got to get that thing. We got to get that back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that seafood. Uh, you know, walking around and and getting that seafood. You oh can't walk gosh. around after eating all of that <laughs> no, seafood. That's right. You, uh, the problem. Boy, last time I I got a, a scallop plate. Oh my God, the food, the amount of food. You know, my wife and I share one. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just so much. Good gracious. Right. Yeah, I think so the nice. uh, the seafood restaurant, the State Farmers Market restaurant, that's where that's that should be like last last at the, after your trip to the market. That should be at the end because then you got to go home and take a nap. Yeah. Because they give you so much to eat. Uh, seafood restaurant opens up at eleven, closes at eight. Uh, great seafood, Calabash style seafood, and then like you said, give you plenty to eat. And of course, the State Farmers Market restaurant. Opens at 6 a.m. and closes at 3 p.m. and uh, they serve breakfast right up till uh, 3 o'clock. And uh, yeah, I ate breakfast last week. Rufus and I went there last week after the remote, and and he had uh, had uh, uh, what did you get? You had you had lunch, vegetables, I had the Salisbury and, steak. Yeah, so we uh, but we I all had the biscuits. The best fries are down there at that seafood restaurant, though. They I think, them, yeah, they're homemade, aren't they? They're, they're really something else. Yeah. They're not exactly like French fries. They're they're bigger and they're they're really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I had not had never visited that the meat market there at the farmers market until uh, the last trip there, and I was just kind of amazed. The hunter, yes, and and they, I didn't realize how big of a store it is. Um, you can go in and get your custom meats and and you can get chitlins there too. Absolutely, they have just about everything, and they had lamb there and everything else. I, I couldn't believe the amount of variety that they had. 
Um, but one other thing that I shop for whenever I go to the farmer's market is I'm always looking uh, for, for water plants for my pond. And people don't think about that. And, yeah. you know, you, you see all the, the plant material out there, and, and there's a, just a couple places that uh, actually have um, plants for ponds. And so um, I'm, I would love to find lotus. So if uh, I can find Sam, can find, yes. Sam, ask around and see if you can find some lotus. Lotus? All right. Yeah. Yes. I know, uh, see, uh, Roseland Nursery is one of the plants, that, uh, one of the vendors that sells a lot of the aquatic plants. Yeah. I'd here. rather have the car, but uh, if you like the plant, that's fine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I visited a lotus plant one time in England. Uh-huh. Quite phenomenal. It's a lotus, a, lotus a, a plant. biblical plant, Pam. <laughs> yeah, it um, yeah, it's a, a beautiful plant, and if you can't find any, Mart, come see me. I've got a dwarf that I keep in a small container, and then I've got a larger one I'm happy to share with you, too. I would love to get. I, I don't need much. I've got a small pond, but right. I'm I'm really wanting to, to cultivate it and uh, put it in, in my pond outside. Well, one thing I do want to uh, compliment you again on, Sim, is when we were at the market yesterday, having had our lunch at the at the uh, restaurant and all that, got to have that barbecue chicken. It's, it's the best. Mm. Um, but we went up the hill to the market imports and bought a couple of lovely pots. And if people are looking for glazed or terracotta or concrete, Anything for the garden, that's the place, that market imports. Yeah, yeah they, they have to have one of the larger selections of, uh, of pottery uh, or pots and, and containers, all kinds of different shapes and sizes and colors. And uh, So, yeah, if you're, if you're in the market for that, be sure to check them out. They're right up above the restaurant, and uh, they sell water fountains. Let, let me recommend something from it, too. Kind of a hose container made out of pottery. Yeah. That is a wonderful thing so you don't have... Uh, an old hose snaking around all over the place. I've got several around the house that and, and Nelson used to have some, but they've got also some there at the at the market imports. Yeah, and they have pots. They don't have pot. In uh, uh, the um, <laughs> if you you can get uh, well, you can get grass from um, <laughs> from just a, from Superside. That's right, uh, but it's uh, it's uh, turf grass. That's right. Yeah, they can help you at all. Your you got to be specific nowadays, you know. That's right. That's yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Superside can help you with all your grass needs. They, uh, they sell fertilizer and uh, soil and uh, other things for your lawn. So uh, uh, be sure they're right at the end of the farmers' building. So if you, if you drive through the market, they're at the far end of the farmers' building. All right. Well, y'all take care out there, Sam. Well, we'll be here all weekend. So y'all come see us. All right. Go home sometime. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to. <laughs> All right. Take care, buddy. All right. Have a good one. All right. Uh, Sam McKeever at the State Farmer's Market. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors, Industrial Drive in Raleigh. We'll talk to our friend Fred Gaines after the news here on WPTF. 919-860-9783. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at the Weekend Gardener at 935. Mike Riley here along with Rufus Edmonston, Mart Bumgardner from the Orange County Cooperative Extension Service, uh, author, writer, uh, and uh, gardener extraordinaire Pam Beck 
is uh, with us. 919-860-9783. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh. Decades of Memorial Day and Labor Day sales, Fred. You're not supposed to tell that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... Uh, how, how, how long we've been doing this? A ah, long, long time. And I was... Uh, Uncle Mari and I used to alternate. One would take Memorial Day and and uh, I was so honored to be able to do that uh, at, at uh, how many, however many years ago it was. And uh, that has uh, blossomed into uh, the Weekend Gardener being on now for, for many, many years. And we're, mm-hmm. we're glad of that, too. A lot of tradition, a lot yeah. of tradition at, uh, at my house and yours, too. So Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, and we know that for people... Uh, looking at what they're doing with their home, it's such a, a major, you know, part of the process. So you you want to deal with people that have been around and you know that have a track record and yeah, uh, you know it's certainly uh, uh, a big decision. And that's we're so lucky to have such a great staff of people that can help customers when, when they're coming in because you know most people walk in the door and they say you know we really have don't we know we need to do something but we don't know what we should yeah, be where doing. do we start yeah where do we start how do we go through the process and that's what we're here for is really to act as consultants and also uh, to have the variety of products that that people there's so many things that people may may or not be aware of uh, and uh, people do a lot of research on the internet and it's great to use that as kind of a guideline, but uh, you really need to talk to the experts, the people that can, uh, you know, tell answer your real life, you know, day-to-day questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there's so much, you know, with modern technology uh, that we have so many options in terms of flooring that uh, most people um, don't even have the idea of what may work best for their situation. You know, if you have kids, you have pets, if you're, you know, uh, downsizing or if you're upsizing, uh, if you're doing a renovation or you just need to replace one room, uh, you know, nothing is too small uh, for us. You know, we don't, uh, all jobs are important and we want to make sure that we give you the best service we can. And the idea with Memorial Day, like Labor Day, is to do something to make it simple, it's a store-wide sale. So everything we have in the store is going to be on uh, at our best uh, pro- prices. So it doesn't matter what type of flooring you're looking for, we're going to offer you the best values we can. And it helps certainly that your staff has been with you for many, many years. Yeah. A lot of longevity there. Your uh, installers have too. Right. They are well-trained, and you are local, Yes. locally owned. That's right. so important to me. Well, uh, I know it's, it's important to uh, – we recognize the impact we're going to make on people's homes. And with so many people coming into the area, you know, they don't know us. They don't know our tradition. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we hope that they'll, uh, you know, find us, reach out to us, uh, and uh, let us help them with uh, these decisions. Certainly, and uh, a lot of decisions they have to make when they walk in here. It's it's almost overwhelming, Fred. Yeah, Uh, it is, but we find that uh, we want to have the selection because, like I said uh, earlier, people don't always 
identify with certain things. You know, they may have something in mind, and when they start seeing the actual choice of products we have in that area, they kind of get a little bit overwhelmed, but we can help them narrow it down based on their lifestyle, their needs, uh, you know, their goals in, in terms of what they want to do. And having a, a great selection, and having a great selection from the best manufacturers in the industry. So, uh, you know, companies like Mohawk that have been around for well over 100 years, uh, Karistan, which is uh, one of our favorite manufacturers, they were a North Carolina-based company, uh, started in Eden, North Carolina, making their beautiful oriental design rugs. And uh, we have so many great partners that we deal with uh, so that we can, the c customer can be assured that when they get a product, it's going to be a good quality of product that's going to meet their needs. And again, with our Memorial Weekend sale, we're offering uh, everything within the store. So when they, they don't have to worry about, is it just going to be a few products at a certain discount? No, it's store-wide, everything, every type of product, everything we have is going to be uh, as part of the sale. Most people, I think, if they have a, a bedroom area, upstairs area, they use carpeting for the most part. Right. Downstairs, uh, it runs the gamut for, for for living areas and for particularly for kitchens. Yeah. Yeah, active areas, uh, the uh, waterproof floorings have made a big impact on things as people are like, like a kitchen or uh, areas, uh, and it doesn't have to be a, a kitchen or a laundry room. Uh, you know, the, the main uh, area of the home that's going to get a lot of traffic, they like the idea that uh, if the, the dog happens to knock off the knock over the water bowl, you know, the floor is not going to be, be ruined. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, and uh, with a variety of choices we have, again, there's so many different things. You know, again, people uh, have possibly uh, been reading about or heard about or maybe the neighbor just got done putting in a luxury vinyl floor, and so that may be the one of their choices. But we also have other options in waterproof flooring uh, besides the, the luxury vinyl-type floors. And... Uh, um, so that's what we try to do is show the customer because the luxury vinyl might be a great choice or there might be something else that is even a better choice and it might even be a little less expensive just depending on. So that's what we're here for is to guide them and try to find their best values. Yeah, and just just come look at the floor uh, that Fred, why did you decide on this uh, 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 Vinyl siding, no vinyl siding. <laughs> vinyl, vinyl floor uh, that uh, looks like wood. Well, the, the reason was uh, so many people. Well, in our old showroom, we didn't have that type of floor down. So when we decided, what do we want? We certainly wanted to show carpet, which we've done, but also showing the luxury vinyl, so that people can understand not only is it durable, easy to take care of. But it looks realistic. It doesn't look plastic like the old type of floors used to. Oh, it uh, sure doesn't. And, uh, and again, uh, even today, the, one, the floor we have down is three years old. Even the newer ones uh, look even better than this one because they keep improving the technology of the, not only the, the visual, but the technology of the durability, the, the practicality of the floor. Uh, and uh, so we wanted people to have an, a sense of what um, these floors are like. 
but also with our showroom, with our displays and everything, we are going to show the most up-to-date uh, uh, in the looks, technology, and and again in the value of the products. Is this supposed to be like a pine or walnut or or what the heck is it? It's it's really gorgeous. Yeah, it's, but it, I mean, it looks it looks old. It looks like old yeah, wood. Right. It uh, it's a little more of of a this particular pattern a little more of a walnut where you've got yeah. more character more characteristic right uh, and that's a, that's the nice thing about these from a manufacturing standpoint this is this type of thing is duplicated basically very you know, like a for photography uh, type of uh, digital photography so they can take a, a, and photograph any type of wood and reproduce it in these floors so they can give you uh, you know a uh, a heart pine look or they can give you uh, um, not only the oak and the hickories and the birch and all the different uh, wood species uh, they can reproduce that and has uh, texture. yeah oh yeah yeah it 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 is it's just not flat and of course it, they're actually individual boards too it's not just a sheet so uh, every uh, within the the range, you're going to have random patterns and everything. So when they're installed, you know the installer is going to randomize the patterns so you don't have two uh, similar boards side by side. Very good. Uh, so that's what, part of what gives you the realistic look. It's unbelievable. And the other reason why we use this is we're over concrete, so this is a floor that can uh, it's actually floated which means it's interlocked together and the weight of the floor and the moldings hold it in place. So this is an ideal choice for a lot of people uh, that may, you don't have to be on concrete. This can go over uh, regular uh, crawl space or subfloor or uh, like a room over a garage, whatever they want. Um, this floor can be installed in virtually any type of situation. Now the the studios that were in the the uh, Durham Life Insurance Building downtown that were built by a, a movie studio group, uh, the same people that built RCA's studios at NBC, had that was said to be a floating floor. Is that what they meant by the floating floor? Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Mm -hmm. And many of uh, not only the luxury vinyl, but we have our laminates uh, that are floating floor. We have engineered. Uh, wood that are floating floors. So uh, we have, uh, and uh, in some of our products, we have a choice of whether it's a floating floor or whether it's a traditional nail down type floor, or whether it's a glued floor. So depending on the application of the customer me needs, we can provide the type of floor that will be installed uh, best for you know their particular situation. Yeah, Pam. Question and maybe you could help me with this, Fred. Um, is vinyl kind to your feet? Uh, you know, tile for me with plantar fasciitis right. and problems like that is really hard. The it, ceramic tile. Ceramic right. tile. Yeah. yeah. Would something like this be kinder? Oh, easier? Uh, be a whole, yeah. be a uh, yeah, a lot softer. It's softer, quieter, warmer. Uh, you know, as you're compared to ceramic tile, uh, and it's. Uh, uh, of course, ceramic tile is is hard. I mean, by nature, yeah. it's our hardest type of surface. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the luxury vinyl s still is very uh, forgiving from a walking standpoint. And also, uh, like this product, has its own built-in cushion back. 
so uh, it's going to be even softer than like if you took a sheet vinyl floor and just laid it down that's going to be a, a, a harder floor still right. Right. this floor is going to be softer and quieter and quieter absolutely yeah. okay. and some insulative value too it's uh, it's not going to be if you get up in the morning, walk on your bare feet in the wintertime. It's not going to be cold. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Fred, thank you. Okay, uh, well, as always, we'll talk to you next All hour. Right. All right. Uh, let's go to William in uh, beautiful Beaufort. Hey, William, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good morning. I just want to put a plug in for Fred. We bought all our vinyl uh, flooring for the beach house down here and our carpet from Bell. And, and we love the vinyl flooring. From uh, you bought it for your cottage, or yeah, for our house home? down here. We had all the yeah. Floors. I say your cottage. I mean that's where you live now. So it's uh, yeah, that's where we live now. Yeah, and uh, but that vinyl flooring is easy. It's easy for the dogs. They can't scratch it, and they spill the water, and it does. Well, that's hurt. wonderful. Uh, thank you, thank you for uh, for doing business with Bells. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, we want to keep it. We did that, and uh, most of the stuff we bought in Raleigh brought down here. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've carpeted or put uh, different types of flooring in a, in a couple of different houses. We haven't moved a lot over the years, Melissa and me. And, right. Uh, I got a question. For, uh, maybe the, the extension agent there can help me. I had uh, my neighbor's house. The grass was dying. I got a spot in my zoysia that's dying, and I've did everything I can. Uh, I've raked it out. I aerated it. I re-fertilized it. And uh, it looks like it's a fungus. But it's not fungus. I put the fungicide down. You know, started last month putting the fungicide down, and the extension ag from down here came out and it said it was nematode. And oh, I, that's I mean, not good. Uh-uh. Uh Well, have you have you tested I mean, tested for nematodes? Yeah. yeah well, I just and... sent the full sample off last week. I, I I took out about fifteen cores from the, the areas I was having trouble with. Uh, and send them off to the uh, extension service there in Raleigh. I'm waiting to hear back from them. But uh, my neighbor sent his full sample off to test for nematodes. But it's like the same symptoms. It's just a dying area right. of grass. And it's the, um, the one of the things that's that you, well. yeah, one of the things you may want to try. I mean, it, it, are you are you seeing rings or spots? I mean, patches, or is it just in general? It's just a patch. It's just like a one big patch, like a. Uh, Maybe three by five patch on one okay. side of the yard and another one on the other. Okay. Here uh, now. Okay. You, the nematode sample uh, going. That's great. Um, and have you soil sampled as well to just make sure there's no nutrient deficiencies as well? I mean, not that that yep. would cause a, a patch. Right. Right. Yeah. I had okay. the rest of okay. the soil sample, sampled back in okay. December, and you know, I didn't okay. for it based on things then. Okay, my recommendation would be that there's there's a an area where the green and the patch starts. It's called the transition zone. Um, I would look at taking a sample of that and cut a small square about six inches uh, right at that transition area, um, and you're just going to get the grass and you're going to you're going to wrap it up um, and you're going to send it to the. There's a special lab that actually looks at the the grasses. Uh, turf grasses and send it up to the lab and and have them um, uh, tell you what you've got going. Um, they'll be able to analyze if it's a if it's a soilborne uh, pathogen or or if it is a fungus, uh, and they'll tell you be able to provide you with what to use to treat it. Okay, okay. Because I knew I know some nematodes are beneficial to the lawn, but well, that's that's uh, true. I know there are some um, that can actually kill it. 
Yeah. Um, the, the problem is that there's not a whole lot of, uh, for the homeowner, there's not a whole lot of solutions out there to be able to, to treat for nematodes. However, I, I just recently found a, a product that I, it's, it's actually a drench that you would use to, to kill nematodes, um, mm. depending on what, what types they are. But, but again, your extension agent can help you with uh, identifying what product to use to, uh, to find uh, for those nematodes. Okay. Okay. I know there's some stuff that golf courses use uh, for the Bermuda. Yeah, and and again, those are professional services, right. and, and yeah. they have access to that that stuff. But again, for homeowners, probably not. Uh, there are yeah. some that are out there, but but again, um, uh, your extension agent and and if. Um, you know, if you if your agent can can call me and I can tell tell him what I've what I found, um, that product, uh-huh. and and then um, if if that would suit your needs, then he could re- make that recommendation to you. Okay, that sounds good. All right, that, that puts me on the right path. <laughs> All right, but but again, positively identifying what you, what the problem is, uh, nematodes or uh, fungus or you know some other pathogen, um, positively identifying what it is goes a long way for treating it right right because it's not acting like a fungus i'm not getting any uh, leaf spot or brown patch or you know the typical circular ring it's just sporadic right right yeah all righty right, william well y'all have okay. y'all have a great memorial day tell rufus hello tell them goober today <laughs> okay <laughs> hey to goober i think it's the evil <laughs> spirit william <laughs> It, it could Might be, be a probably, spirit of a pirate down there. Uh, uh, that oh, yeah. or the Tuscarora Indians or something down here. Yeah, could yeah, be. Man, there was a big bloody fight on that spot. You're at, they're after you, William. <laughs> yeah, could be. I'd, I'd go in the house and lock the door. <laughs> right, stopping ground. Yeah. Safe travel. All right, buddy. Take it easy. You know, is, is your lawn looking a little ragged from critter yeah, damage? Yeah, Williams is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good. Good. I was waiting for you to chime in there. Have moles dug tunnels in your lawn? Have plants been devoured by voles? Are you ready to give up on gardening because you're just fed up with the damage caused by moles and voles? Well, don't be discouraged. End the damage with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. Available in liquid and granular, I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a super strong formulation that's effective and easy to use. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. Did you know that many products that kill moles and voles can have the undesirable effect of killing other animals too? But not I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It contains only natural ingredients and botanical oils, giving you a peace of mind that you won't be unintentionally poisoning any animals, pets, or birds. Now, I Must Garden repellents are sold all over the Triangle, and you'll find them at both the Durham locations of Triangle Pharmacy and Ace Hardware and Fifth Season Gardening in Chapel Hill. And while you're there, be sure to check out all the other I Must Garden repellents for deer, rabbits, squirrels, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from I Must Garden. For tips and more, Getting rid of pests in your garden, use uh, use all of these products. Uh, visit imustgarden.com. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors, Industrial Drive in Raleigh with a weekend gardener. It's 9.54. We shall return.
For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. 9.57 WPTF time where Bell's Carpets and Floors, Industrial Drive in Raleigh. You know, each season brings a different challenge for, for you, for me, for uh, your car or SUV or truck. King's Auto Service believes in being proactive for your maintenance. Do it before you have a breakdown. You can prevent some of this stuff. And uh, the effects of, of hot weather or cold weather or just in-between weather sometimes. It's, you know, the belts, the hoses, fluid levels. They're easy to check for the folks at King's, and it uh, can save you a lot of money in the long run. Uh, make sure you have the uh, a good coolant protection level. You want to make sure that as we're getting hotter and hotter. Tread depth on your tires for maximum handling and control of your vehicle are also very, very important for winter weather conditions. King's Auto Service can help you with your preparation for all of that. For those of you currently driving a hybrid vehicle, many of you are, the certified hybrid technicians at King's are ready to diagnose and give you available options for a hybrid battery pack replacement. That's right, a replacement. Less than the dealer will charge for the replacement. It usually occurs 150,000 miles. It's kind of the average, but they can go on and on. Call King's on Monday and schedule a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh. That's right, King's Correct Lube. They, They can change your oil very quickly, too. King's Auto Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Bell's Carpets and Floors, 2828 Industrial Drive in Raleigh. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up.